don't stop. Let your song continue. Sing it to the Lord your own song. Make up your own words. God, we thank you for our kids, our grandkids, God. We thank you for this church. We thank you for, we get the awesome opportunity to live right here. God, keep worshiping. Keep praying. Keep singing. Keep thanking him. God, let your glory fall. Praise dancers are dancing. The atmosphere is just right. Pray in your prayer language. Pray in the spirit. You don't feel good, tell him. You need healing, tell him. You have loved ones that's not safe, tell him. denomination because it's not about denominations. It's not about religion. It's about our relationship with you. It's not about rules. It's about relationship. It's not about membership. It's about relationship. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. We praise your holy name. Come on, let's sing that again. Let's just see something. I mean, just hallelujah. I don't know. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. You're good. You're so good to me. You're so good to us. We worship you, Father. You're not like you. Thank you, God. 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 Th
church imagine that you can just live like this you can be in his presence all the time can you imagine that thank you god what do we do now sandy you're the boss what do we do when the glory falls and we can't talk and we're paralyzed in his presence thank you god we thank you god we thank you god Ooh, i'm glad i am here Thank you, Father. We can go home right now, and it is enough. Thank you, God. Before you sit down, I know you're sitting down, but I got a little surprise for you. I want you to stand up and turn around. Yes. We thank you. That the commons area is finished except for the bathrooms. They're coming, they're coming. But that is our old church. I hate to say old church because powerful things happen there. But a lot of work has happened in there. And we thank you, Brent and Dakota and all the people that worked on that. Craig and Don and all the building team. But they've worked so hard on all of that. We recognize you today. That is a lot of work to do lot of work. We had our first event in there yesterday, and uh, I mean, the paint was still wet, so we thank you. All right, you can have a seat. I just wanted to share that with you, and pretty soon, when COVID kind of calms down just a bit, we're going we're gonna to enter into that section, hang out, eat donuts. We miss donuts, and uh, then we'll come in here and worship, I'm telling you. I don't even, I want, I'm just done, you know, <laughs> just done. Yesterday was awesome, I'm telling you. Oh, Lord, there was a lot of folks in here yesterday, and I want to thank Jackie for teaching a seminar on dreams, and I was so excited to go to sleep last night so I would dream something. Now I know how to recognize that, and this morning I said, do the math, y'all, do the math. And I have slept, this will mean something to the dreamers, I have slept 21.5 years. I have slept in my life 21.5 years. So if you're a dreamer and you were here yesterday, that means that if you're not asking God to reveal your dreams, you're missing a lot of opportunity for God to speak to you. Because you're asleep a whole lot. Oh, man, I have literally written about three full sermons this week and trashed them. (laughs) Each one was good but not anointed at the time, at this time for this season. Maybe later I'll use them but not for this season. And, And I waited on God, but he was quiet. Nothing happened. I waited and waited, and maybe I wasn't quiet. That was probably it. He was quiet. I was talking. There was never a time that I was quiet and he was talking, it seemed like. So I just sat there with no sermon. 
Thursday, I started writing something else and went to bed. And I just, ah, it's Thursday and the weekend's busy and I have nothing. What do you want, God? What do you want me to say? Because I'm not going to give a sermon that's not from you, so I guess we'll just sing a lot, maybe. I don't know. I just went to bed thinking, if I I don't hear from him, we're not going to have it. So I called in bed and, and I was just thinking, I have 45 minutes a week. 45 minutes a week is all I have with you guys. And my part's sometimes, yeah, it's 45 minutes unless we go to 2 o'clock today. (laughs) And then I'm starting to think, well, you know, not only do I only have 45 minutes with you, that some of you, that's all you get because you're not reading your Bible at home or praying. So, yeah, curl your feet. I'm stepping on them. So it's 45 minutes with you, and of course, that's the only time most of you even listen to the Word. I'm not hating on you. I just have lived like that for a long time myself. So I couldn't go to sleep, and I tried to settle my mind. I closed my eyes, laid on my side, and I took one last peek before I went to sleep. I opened my eyes. One last time, and there it was. You knew it was coming, didn't you? And there it was. I went, what in the world is that cloud doing, that cloud in our bedroom and into our bath, swirling on one side and filled with particles and like a tornado happening in our bedroom. And I kept watching. I said, what is that? The, t- the I just got off the computer, but it hadn't, the screen hadn't dimmed yet. So that light was even hitting it a little bit in that cloud. And I went, I'm, I'm not asleep. What in the world is that? tell you what it is. That fog was moving in a swirl. It was so thick. I couldn't even really see all the way in the bathroom. I couldn't. I could see these tiny particles in it. At first I thought, no way I'm undeserving of this. I am undeserving of what is happening in this room at this time. Lord, it was God. But then I realized, I know enough to know that that is the glory of God. The very glory of God falling in the room. I remembered because I had just written a sermon that I trashed about Shekinah glory and how it came. And and I thought, oh my gosh, my sister and I was just on the phone. We were talking about this glory. And, and, And I thought that was just Old Testament stuff. That glory is in our bedroom. I mean, it was like a cloud. Here it is, the divine presence. Shekinah means the glory of a divine presence, conventionally represented as light or interpreted, interpreted symbolically. Early in the week, I, I told you I'd spent a lot of time studying about his glory. I thought it was for a sermon. God set me up. Because I thought I was going to have this long sermon. I studied hard on the ark, and he set me up to know what Shekinah glory was because he knew he was going to drop it in our house. And that's what happened. Yeah. Shekinah glory was in my room and God just wanted me tangibly to see his glory. It was not there long, but it was there. You can sit here and remain a skeptic and say, this woman is cray cray. But until you see it or Feel the presence of the king of the universe. You're not going to believe it. That's yours too. Anyway, I remember that I couldn't, I couldn't wait to write about it. This sermon, was, this sermon was an honor to write. It was like, I can't wait till morning because I've got a sermon and I can't wait to write it. God knows. Scripture describes several manifestations of the glory of God. 
the cloud of glory is so tangible. Remember in the tabernacle? Numbers 10, 34. In the temple, in both cases, the tabernacle and the temple, he was inaugurating the, the, where the place of his presence will be. He put his seal of approval on these settings. When the people saw his glory in that cloud, oh my gosh, it was, uh, they saw his glory and he was, he was kind of inaugurating, dedicating that. They didn't know what to do, so the scripture said they just shouted and fell on their faces. I get it. I'd have fell down if I wasn't already laying down. It was a reaction of both joyous thrill and reverence, fear, and all wrapped up in one. I truly want to read all of Exodus to you. I do. But I'm not. I'll spare you of that. You can do that on your own. But I'm going to be in Exodus 24. And you know what? Up there, let me tell you. I apologize, sound people, because I sent you Thursday's sermon. And, and, and just take it and just do this and pitch it. Because you can't even follow me today. Because this is a Holy Ghost kind of thing. So don't even worry about putting scriptures up or all there. I'm just going to have to read it because I trashed all that. I just, I think I forgot to tell you. So we started in Exodus 24, 12 through 18. The Lord said to Moses, come to me on the mountain and stay there. And I'll give you the tablets of stone, you know it, with the law and the commandments I've written for their instruction. Then Moses set out with Joshua on his side and Moses went up the mountain of God. He said to his elders, wait, wait here. Wait till we come back. Aaron and her are with you. In case y'all get in a knockdown, drag out or something. Aaron and her, it doesn't say that. It says, Aaron and her are with you, and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. I use the case Young's translation sometimes. When Moses went to the mountain, the cloud covered it. And the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. Oh my God, the Lord speaks through this cloud to the Israelites. The glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered the cloud and he went up to the mountain and he stayed on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. Now, if you're a dreamer, I'm talking to the dreamer people yesterday. If you're a dreamer, 40 is a big word for you. They're all going, I can't wait to look that up. I can't wait to look up for 40. Because the word 40, the number 40 is mentioned 146 times in Scripture. It's a big, big number. The glory of God was not only on Moses, but it was on the whole mountain. There was also the display of his glory when Jesus was born, when the Holy Spirit was sent to the church of Pentecost. There's always this this fall of glory. We had that in praise and worship today. I was sitting here, the first couple of songs, I'm like, okay, did I do that? Is my dryer running? Is my house going to burn down? And then I'm saying, let your glory fall, God. Forget all that. And then the glory began to fall. You could feel it. You could feel something was different today when the glory of God falls in the house. But is that just a bunch of religious talk? I remember growing up in church, my mom would always use the word glory. Well, she was Pentecost. But she, she said it like in three syllables. Glory. How did she say it? Glory, Ray. Glory, 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 glory. And I was like, what is that word? I don't even know what she's saying. But I knew she was just consumed and she would say, glory, glory. We sing about it. We speak about experiencing it. We read it in the word. When sometimes compliments come on us because we do something good, people say, well, glory to God. I'm like, what does that even mean? Do we even understand it? What is the glory of God? i got to study this. What about the... Vision of Isaiah on the heavenly throne room. Isaiah people know this because we talked about this a lot in class where the glory of God filled that place. I'm in Isaiah 6 now. Isaiah 6, in the, key, in the year King Uzziah died, 
Isaiah was hearing from the Lord. He was a prophet, and he was writing this down. He said, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on the throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphims. Each had six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces, and with two other, they covered their feet, and with the two, they were flying. Remember, we studied that so much. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And they said something great. They said, Isaiah said, the whole earth is what? Filled with your glory. The whole earth is filled with your glory. Oh, my gosh. At the sound of their voices, the doorpost and the threshold shook at the temple and was filled with smoke, perhaps a cloud of glory. Oh, God, I thank you for your word about glory. Let your glory fall. Let it fall here at Crystal Beach. Let it fall on this church. I thank you that we saw a glimpse of it this morning. Let us feel a tangible presence of your glory. I didn't ask for God's cloud of glory on Thursday night. I didn't like, was all holy and say, Lord, would you send me a glory cloud in our bedroom, please? I'd appreciate it. No. Didn't happen that way. But he knew it was a tough week. He knew that I struggled and knew that I'd rather just say nothing in church than to have a sermon not anointed at all. But he knew that I would open my eyes and peek one more time because he created me that way. He knew I'd open my eyes and peek one more time. And I felt that he was saying, hey, Meet me at the computer in the morning because we're going to get down on a sermon about the glory of God. And we did. I didn't seek that glory. He wants me to tell you about the glory. It just failed and it'd be important that we not seek the glory of God. Listen closely. Merely for the thrill of it. It would be the thrill of a lifetime, sure. Sure, of course. I may never see that again in my lifetime. But whoa. But Jesus rebuffed those who asked for signs and wonders just to make them tingle for that moment. Instead, our motivation to see his glory is for his glory. That his glory fall in order to bring him higher praises. Not you like this story to tell, but for him get I want to give him all the glory. I didn't create a glory cloud. I, I can do a lot of things. I can make a heck of a chicken pot pie. But I cannot make a glory cloud appear in my bedroom. He does that and he is glorified for that, for doing that. To bring him praise and draw people near to him in his presence. Daniel and John swooned in the presence of his holiness and splendor. Our reverence invites his glory so he will be glorified. And you saw just a glimpse of that. Let me tell you, I, I, I just, after that, I mean, this isn't even my notes, but I just want to tell you that the next morning when I was finished writing the sermon, I, I just thought, are other people seeing this cloud or is it just me? Well, other people are seeing it. God is moving. There's things happening there's stories about it. There's skeptics writing saying, really, really? But I'm telling you, you can't explain when you open your eyes and there's a fog so thick that you can't see through it. And the, then I thought the particles floating around, maybe my house is so dusty. And, and then I read it. There, no, there's particles in the glory cloud. Can't make this stuff up, folks. We need to remember this is the presence when we pray, let your glory fall. This glory, his glory, is a fire and cleansing and refining. And as we call on him, we should do it with open hearts to allow him to burn away everything in there that's not supposed to be there. Such a heart draws in presence. I hate to pick on you, Everett, but you displayed God's glory when it failed this morning. I'm not going to tell your story. That's for a testimony when you're ready to give. 
But I'm telling you, when you have the freedom, when that falls where you go, well, I just can't sit, I'm out, I'm running, I mean, this stuff is good now. I mean, that just, that just kicked it up a notch. That's the glory of God. You know what? You couldn't have sat in your seat if you wanted to. You, the next thing was you're just going to like fly over us. I just don't know what was going to happen there. We don't need a cloud to be in God's presence, but he wants to hear our praises. The glory cloud is his way of saying, I am here in this place. I hear you. I just want to show up here on right here. And I, want, I, I don't want to show my face, but I want you to see my presence that's tangible. Does that make any sense to you at all? Now, I'm not going to show you my face. And you felt my presence, but I want you to see my presence. And that's when the glory falls. 1 Kings 8. When the priest withdrew from the holy place, the cloud filled the temple of the Lord. I'm in verse 10. And the priest could not perform the service because of the what? Cloud. They couldn't even do anything because of this cloud there. All of a sudden, what the priests thought they were going to ritually do became like unimportant, I think. Because when the cloud of glory falls, whatever you're about to do by whatever routine you have, you can't do it. Because you're in that cloud of glory. So the scripture says, the cloud filled the temple of the Lord and the priests could not perform their service because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled his temple. I mean, what? I mean, I mean, what does that even mean? A cloud filled the temple and it was so thick they couldn't even see? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. If the whole earth is filled with God's glory, then we, God's people, ought to be noticing it. First Chronicles 29, 11, 13. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and earth is yours, O God. Jimmy Sims' favorite scripture right here. Everything is yours. Everything in the heaven and earth is yours, O God. Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom you are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You're the ruler of all things, and your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Read your Bible. God can come as a cloud. Who who knew? You don't know because you don't read the Word. It's all in Scripture. It's been a cloud all along. You just probably didn't know it. I just happened for it to show up. God can send and come as a cloud. But what is it really comes down to is what are you looking for? If you want to see God, you can. If you want to be in the presence of God, you can and you will. He's everywhere. You have to be intentional. You have to position yourself. What I'm saying is we need to open our eyes and widen our definition of what it means to be in the presence of God. It may be different for you. It may be different for me. But as long as we're in the presence of God, it is the same. It's the same God. The glory of God is everywhere. Let your glory fall in this place, Lord. I want you to recognize God's glory. Once you start to see it on the move, you won't be able to stop yourself from rejoicing all over it. We can all agree that we're living in a difficult time. In the midst of horrific things that would stop you in the track. But God is still good and he still is glorious. He's still glorious. And he's beginning to make himself known like never before. If you're looking, if you want it, he will make himself known to you. Where you can't just sit in your seat here and say, hmm, it's a good day to have a good day. When the presence and the glory falls, you may cry. You may thank him. You may fall down. You may run. You may raise your hands. 
tell you one thing, you're not going to just stand there. You can't. You can't. God is still glorious to make himself known, and it will be detailed just for you because he knows your heart before you were born, and he knows exactly what you need. We can't keep singing songs about glory if we don't understand what God's glory is. I want to tell you that God's glory is splendor and honor. The glory of God is the splendor that comes from him. Psalms 91 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the skies proclaim his handiwork. The heavens and earth knows his glory. The angels know it. They can't even fly hardly. They've got in the presence of God. They just have their wings just, just engulfed in who he is. The glory of God. Don't miss the fullness of the glory. Don't be so busy that you don't understand it. It's all through the Bible. Taste and see because this life is good. Jesus came to give us life. We don't we don't add to his glory. We just we can't add to his glory. We just recognize his glory. It's all about him. We can't add some whatever. He alone is glorious. We have to recognize it and acknowledge it. Isaiah 60, 1 through 3 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. The glory of God rises upon you? What does that mean? And it continues saying, See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the people. Oh, wait a minute. There's darkness over the people. But the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears on you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. You can actually tangibly see glory on people. Janet Lee, I see glory on you. Just say it. You can see glory on people. Isn't that amazing? The glory falls. John 1 says, it starts out like this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. You know all that. The Word was God. He was the beginning. You read all that. But get down to 14. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We get that. We get that. I've preached enough about the Word. It becomes flesh and it dwells in us. But it says, We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. When glory is always with you, then His glory is always upon you. If His glory is with you, it is on you. It's upon you. The only way to get this glory activated and working for you is giving success, giving Him all the glory, and reflect it right back to Him. Like a mirror. Just reflect that glory right back to him. When you're filled up with glory, just say, God, right back to you. Because all you are is just a mirror of his glory reflecting on you. Do you get that? You have no power on yourself to have the fullness of God. You can't make up and, and, and work yourself into having glory. It is reflected from him on you. Are you reflecting it? Are you just holding it to yourself? God said, I I poured out my glory on you. And you just missed it. You just missed it. Reflect it. The heavens are telling the glory of God, Psalms 19.1. It means he's shouting at us. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Father. Yeah, I am. He shouts with clouds. He shouts his glory with the blue expanse of it all. He shouts with gold on the horizons. His glory is seen in the most beautiful sunsets and sunrises at Crystal Beach, Texas. I want you to be able to see his glory in every single thing. We're missing it. We're too fast. 
we don't understand what glory is because glory fills not only this place, but everywhere. He shouts with galaxies and stars. He makes a thunder noise right in the middle of the perfect timing of a sermon. He's shouting, I am glorious. Open your eyes. It's like, it's like, it, it, it doesn't get better than this. And the Bible says, holy, holy, holy Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. Isaiah 6.3, if you had eyes to see in this room, read your word, Isaiah 6. If you had eyes to see in this room, you would see the glory of God everywhere. We need eyes. We need eyes that we, we can see better. It says, among them, the God of this world, they're talking about Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving to prevent them from seeing this light of glory, the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. That scripture, read it for yourself. He says, Satan is blinding you so you won't see it. That scripture. He don't want you to see his glory. So he will blind you so you won't see it. If you live in that world, you better start seeing it. Seeing it like the temple people where it was so thick, they couldn't even do what they were called to do. 2 Corinthians 4, among them the God of this world, Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving to prevent them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. If I say no other scripture today, you better put that in your brain and put that in your pipe and smoke it. The God of this age has blinded your eyes and your minds of unbelievers so that you can't see this. He don't want you to see this. The gospel that displays the glory of Christ is the image of God. I want you to know about God's glory. I want you to see it in the little things and see it in the big things because heaven and earth is full of his glory. And if you can't see it because Satan has blocked your vision... And you better get some God glasses on. That's why you can't see the glory of God. Because Satan was out to get you, to block you from seeing it. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. I want his glory to fall like it did in the Bible. Pray that it'll be caused that we, we want his word to say the whole, the word says the whole earth is full of his glory. Don't just wait to heaven to hope you see it. Because if you barely get in there, you won't even recognize it. Because it's here for you now. If you barely get in by the hair of your chin, chin, chin. But why am I holding back here? I should be holding here. But And the glory is so thick in there. If you don't see it here, you're not going to see it there. The glory is God himself without revealing his face. Remember Moses said, just walk by me. Just walk by me. I want to see you. Oh, no, you can't see my face. Okay, if I'm going to hide in this rock and then you won't be able to see it, I'll turn my, just have your glory just go by me. I promise I won't, I won't look. Read it in your word. And then the glory just came by him, walked by him, the glory of God, while he was in the cliff of the rock, just moved by him. I can't explain why it showed up at my house. I am undeserving of it. I think, and I told Jackie, I said, I, the only thing I can think of for something so powerful to happen at my house is because God knew I would tell you. God knows that I will tell you. It is in your house too. Because the word says it's all over the earth. You're not seeing it because you're blind. You're blinded. You're reading the wrong things. You're not in the word. You're not praying, let your glory fall. He's saying, it did. 
Oh, God, let your glory fall. I did. Let me see your glory. Look at the sunset. It's there. God, let your glory fall. Well, it's in your, it's right there. It's rolling in waves, rolling in. Can't you see it? Can't you see his glory? Revelation 21, 10 and 11. And he carried me away in the spirit. Listen close. And he carried me away in the spirit. Revelation 21, 10 and 11. To a mountain great and high. We're in Revelation. And showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. And it shone, listen close, it shone with the glory of God. And the brilliance was that like a precious, it says very precious jewel, like jasper, clear and crystal. But you keep going in Revelation 23. And this is where I close. The city does not need, he's talking about heaven. The city doesn't need the sun and the moon. Why? The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it. For the glory of God gives the light and the Lamb is the lamp. The Lamb of God is the lamp, but the glory of God is the light. Can't we get this, please? Can we just get this? Can you just see the glory of God in your grandkids, at the beach, in the sky? In the light, in your prayer time, can you feel the glory fall? It's the tangible part of the presence of God. It's twofold. There's the presence of God. And then there's the glory of God. The presence of God gets you there. And then the glory of God falls. The glory of God is the infinite beauty and greatness of God's manifold perfections. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be all over the earth. If you remind in me, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want to. That's what Scripture says. And it will be given to you. Oh, wait a minute. If I want to ask whatever I want to, jeez. I need a new wedding ring. I need my hairdresser to get back in business. I need all these things. But if I'm going to ask, and you say I can have anything I want, God, I want the glory of God to fall. I want the glory of God to fall in this place, in your house. Let me read it. It says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to my disciples. The truth is that God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in Him. Don't just sit there. And kind of get a little bit of glory from your neighbor. Don't just come in here and sit by somebody all holy, hoping that uh, maybe a little glory will fall on you. You sit here and say, let your glory fall on me. Because you said you'll give me anything I ask for, Lord. Let your glory, your presence fall on me. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jesus, let your glory fall. Let your glory fall. the word.
you for your word. We thank you for your word. God, we thank you that we got to experience just a smidgen of your glory. I thank you that when we think everything's so bad, that your glory fills this whole earth. We just got to ask for it. We just got to reach out. And let it reflect on us and back to you. In Jesus' mighty name. I'm telling you, if you don't know the Lord, if you have no clue what I'm talking about, the word says just confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. Let me just kind of walk you through how that seems. God, I confess that I'm a mess. I confess that I have not done the greatest of things. God, I repent. I am sorry. I confess that I'm not lining up with all you've called me to be. It's all about repentance. But God, I believe in my heart. That you're greater than I am. I believe you died on that cross for me. I believe that you rose up and you built a place that will spend eternity one day. But God, I also believe your glory and your presence 
is here. So God, I confess with my mouth that simple, folks. You believe in your heart and you just confess with your mouth. Let me just give you a little quiet moment to think about that. Why don't you talk to him for a while? And maybe it's time to you know you're not truly living If that glory did fall, you probably would not recognize it. Tell him. Satan has blinded you. So why don't you tell him? Because it fills the whole earth. This glory fills the whole earth. join this church. We don't call you to the front and clap. You join the entire universe. The kingdom of God is now your home. Jesus came to seek and save those that are lost. Lost doesn't mean Maybe what you think. Lost in your thoughts. Lost in your busyness. Lost in your priorities. Lost your kindness. He came to seek you out. And save you from all of that. So God, we thank you. Let your glory fall. Oh, hey.